it's just not worth going through the rigmarole of, can you repeat that? Or what did you say? Or was it Karen? Is your name Karen? And sometimes I'm like, yes, it's Karen, whatever. Just give me my food, please. I'm Giddy Nathan. And I'm Sam Rikaloff. And this is Name Dropping. A show breaking the world record for most people named Kareth on a single podcast. This episode is going to be a little different from our normal format. We're going to start with an interview, like we usually do, with Kareth Burke. Kareth is a sideline reporter covering the Golden State Warriors. And we got in touch with her because of a sentence in her Twitter bio. If you meet another Kareth, let me know. As competitive podcasters, we took that as a challenge. One last job to close out our second season. So we set out to find the perfect Kareth. But first, we needed to find out exactly what Kareth Burke was looking for. Hi, everybody. Hey, how's it going, Kareth? Really good. Oh, it's nice to connect with you guys. Yeah, thanks yeah. for taking the time. Cool. So why is it that you want to meet another Kareth? I would love to meet another Kareth because I think we are few and far between. Now, the internet and Google searches has indicated for me that there are more Kareths out there. But to meet one in person mm. would feel special. I, I guess it's maybe that, that jealousy I've had since I was a kid of not having another classmate named Kareth. Maybe there were five Ashleys in class or four Davids. I just want to know what that feels like. I want to be in the company of another Kareth. To, to focus on you specifically, have your parents told you anything about why they named you Kareth? Yes. Okay, it's from a book called The Source by James Michener. My mom loves to read. Um, so she got her inspiration from this book, The Source. My father's side is Irish. They wanted something that sounded Irish. So they're going to name me Kareth, but call me Carrie. As a toddler, I insisted, my name is Kareth. And that was it. Like, no (laughs) nicknames, no nothing. And that insistence kind of set me up for years and years of pain during substitute teacher day or years of repetition or years Mm -hmm. of spelling my name. I really didn't like my name growing up. Um, now Now it's fine. Yeah. Nice. It's interesting. You had probably the opposite impulse of most kids who want to stick with the nickname and like kind of shove their full name under the bed. Yeah. Well, this is what stubbornness gets you. Here I yeah. am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess what kind of things would you want to know most from another Kareth? I would like to know if our experience has been quintessential it it, were all of my memories of not having like a little personalized huffy bike license plate that says kareth okay those Mm -hmm. didn't exist Mm. did they feel the same way of being left out or i don't know just the really silly things from childhood did they have the same experience on substitute teacher day did they have the same angst about not liking their name Mm -hmm. so just just common ground just to see Mm -hmm. Um, so what would you say is your favorite part of being named Kareth? The part that I used to hate is now the part that I embrace. Um, 
often, I know there are more charists out there, but we're so few and far between in my daily life. I feel like one of one, mm -hmm. um, a very recognizable name. I know that that helps in my career. Once people figure out how to pronounce it, because um, really guys, they look at it at, at first and they see Keith. It's like, what's so hard mm. about the letter R? I don't know, but autocorrect hates me. Um, and once they're like, oh, it's Kareth. Oh, okay, and that's what she does. For work, being a Warriors reporter, it feels really great to have my wagon hitched to an amazing team. Um, so I think that just broadens how many people um, know of my work. It's really flattering. Um, and then, yeah, this name, Kareth. Okay, if you hear it enough, it becomes normal. Do you have any memorable experiences on the job with people, uh, I guess, meeting you for the first time or reacting to your name? Hmm. I can do that thing where I can absolutely tell when I introduce myself, they have no idea what I just said. And right. <laughs> they don't want me to repeat it. Uh, right. They're like, oh, okay, nice to meet you. And then I think later they'll ask somebody like, what the hell was their name? <laughs> <laughs> or I, I don't know. Like, guys, do you do this? If I call to order delivery or something, I will either make up a name or I'll call myself Carrie. It's just not mm -hmm. worth going through the rigmarole of, totally. can you repeat that? Or what did you say? Or was it Karen? Is your name Karen? And sometimes I'm like, yes, it's Karen, whatever. Just give me my food, please. I'll never <laughs> see you again in my life. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so there's always that kind of calculus of like, what kind of interaction do I really want to have here? I was trying to think of what warrior would have the most similar-ish name, but the most I could come up with is Steve Kerr's last name, which you guys at least share a syllable, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I used to pronounce his name, like I was saying, Kareth. I was like, Steve Kerr. I was like, <laughs> no, dummy, it's Kerr, it's Kerr. Yeah, that took me a little while when I first got started to get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any specific times where your name helped or hampered your job in any way? That's a really thoughtful question. You know, I guess when I was starting out and I, was, I had all this ambition about what I hoped my career would be, I considered a name change hmm. because it was frustrating to me to have, you know, to, to clearly introduce myself to people and have them not remember. I mean, I, I really want to be a, a memorable person. That's important for networking um, or just confuse viewers on TV. Like, what on earth did she say? It was just a hassle. You know, I, I, again, if I was stubborn when I was growing up, I'm looking for the, the shortcut now that I'm older. So, yeah, I, I had this moment of should I just go by my middle name? Should I just make up a stage name altogether? But this is who I am. And this is what my parents named me. And I just, I guess I just felt maybe I'll stay true to that. And whatever I'm labeling hardship with having a unique name is really stupid. It's not hard. Just, you, you might have to go through a few patterns every now and then, but really it's not a problem in the grand scheme of things. And now I think I like the memorability of a, of a unique name. It's not that difficult. I hope guys, it's Kareth. Yeah. Once mm -hmm. you hear it a few times, you're like, oh, okay, I got it. And then I hope it sticks in people's names. Uh, I hope it sticks in people's minds, that is. Yeah, it's been okay. While you were in that brief phase of considering a name change for your career, did you like have any candidates lined up or was it just more speculative at that point? Just middle name, probably. And I, yeah. I would have run it by my mom. Um, she wanted to name me Brooke. That was something also going through her mind. But then she said, Brooke Burke. She's like, I can't. You sound like a chicken. Um, so instead, she went with Kareth. 
Okay. <laughs> that is interesting, though, because when you're talking about in the career of reporting and being on TV and being an analyst, um, I feel like there are there's a lot of consideration into like simplifying your name or like making it as TV friendly as possible. I'm sure like that's all over that industry and the entertainment industry. Yeah. Memorability slash uniqueness. If you could find that sweet spot. Yeah. Um, I even like some people add an initial Stephen A. Smith, Stephen Smith. Who's that? Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Gives you an extra syllable to like linger on. Yeah. Basically. Add some punctuation in there. Yeah. The, the rhythm yeah. is very important. I feel like for, for TV and radio. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I suppose for hiring, if somebody was expecting a phone call with a Keith, because they looked at my name quickly and then they hear my voice on the line, there is that moment of confusion. Like, you, oh, you're, you are not who I expected. It's like, well, let me tell you about myself. Let's see where this goes. What about, so we're talking about your professional life. What about in your social life? Do you, did you ever feel that it became an obstacle? I know we talked about kind of early childhood and like in the classroom, but what about later as you were an adult? When I was an adult and I was searching for the love of my life and I was thinking about getting on the apps, Mm -hmm. I thought, shoot, Kareth is such a, it's such an easy name to Google. I didn't want like, you know, the first date rundown of somebody who who Googled my name and was like, okay, I know X, Y, and Z about you. I know everything about you already. I wanted that discovery period. Mm -hmm. So when I got on the apps, um, Tinder, I made a, it's connected to your Facebook. So I made a, I guess you call it a fake Facebook profile. (laughs) I just went on there as K, K A Y uploaded three photos. Like it truly was me. I just wanted the peace of meeting somebody who didn't know everything about me already. Um, had a first date with this amazing guy. And then I had that moment of ah, shoot, I should really tell him beforehand what my first name is. Like, I should walk in honestly, even though I've started dishonestly, I suppose. Um, So I I messaged him about 20 minutes before our date, like, hey, don't worry, I'm still coming. I just want you to know my real name is Kareth. And he said, that's really weird. I don't know why you did that. (laughs) Um, But he agreed to meet with me. We had a four-hour first date, and this guy ended up to be my husband. Wow. That's wonderful. <laughs> I'm thinking of like an alternate timeline where it's going great and you keep going on dates, but you haven't done the name reveal yet. And like how deep into this life-changing relationship could you, could you still, still be K? K. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's K. I, he's the only person right. in the world, no. It's actually um, listening but, to this pod that is, is going to change everything for him. <laughs> how long do you keep it going? Yeah, it is weird territory to start with like, Here's me, but not entirely me. And here's why. And thankfully, it all worked out in the end. Nice. Have you had one of those moments where I feel like this was more in the day, like peak Facebook era where people, I've been thrown randomly onto like a group message with like a bunch of other giddies. I wonder if like the internet has facilitated any like Kareth communities for you so far. I, I tried to take the initiative on that. Um, and then I found some carrots who were in high school and I felt very weird messaging them. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but every, every now and then another carrot reaches out to me or, um, somebody says, I have a friend named Kareth. So we're getting into like a few degrees of Kareth bacon here. Like I know this one, <laughs> if you're going here, you know, maybe we can connect you guys. 
Um, and then I've also discovered there is a Kareth, the golden retriever, who is a, a service <laughs> dog, a comfort dog. And back when California had the terrible wildfire season, I think it was in 2020, this dog would be there for the firefighters, the EMTs. Um, and Kareth, the golden retriever, like made the rounds on NBC mm -hmm. Nightly News, USA Today, Good Morning America. So, so many people, I, I had like a tally at one point, it was more than a hundred people sent me this dog's Instagram or like stories of this dog. Mm -hmm. The dog happens to live across the bridge. Okay, so I'm in the Bay Area. Uh, this dog lives in Marin County. I messaged the owner who graciously said, yeah, let's do a meetup. It was the highlight of COVID for me, like meeting on a oh. trail, petting this dog, feeling so happy. That's amazing. <laughs> so shout out to Kareth, the golden retriever, but I've never met another person than Kareth. Okay. How do you feel about pets getting human names or traditionally human names, I should say? Do you think there's a line between a human name and a pet name or should there be? No, I love it. Yeah. If I could hear a neighbor calling like, Steve, get back here, get back in the house. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Or Bruce or something like that. No, I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of that. I actually prefer, I kind of prefer human names for animals over like that trend of naming a dog waffles or sandwiches right. or, or something oh, like, like that. So I would yeah. choose human name over food, <laughs> although I think that they're both cute. <laughs> I, I think I, I fall somewhat closer to you where I'm okay with basically any name for an animal as long as it's as long as it's respectful of them. <laughs> uh, I think that that's all I had and yeah I think for our preliminary yeah we wanted to do the preliminary study I think that's that's pretty much all we've got oh is there a part two gentlemen we're, we're gonna go looking for some carrots um in the meantime yeah okay so I guess yeah if you want to so we have it just like in one answer, maybe if you wanted to tell us all the attributes, I guess you're looking for in a care, like what would be important to you? Okay. If I were back on that dating apps, looking for another Kareth, <laughs> um, I mean, to me, my framework for this name is just, it's, it's feminine. Um, but there are male Kareths mm -hmm. and some of them pronounce their name Karath or Karith. Mm. Um, for me, it's Kareth. Mm -hmm. So I would just love to hear the stories of other Kareths or Kareets and how did their families arrive at this name and what on earth does it mean? Mm -hmm. Because I really haven't been able to pin it down, I suppose. I hope there's a commonality and a good humor about our name and maybe what it's meant to us growing up. Although okay. it sounds like I have more angst than other carrots, but you tell me. <laughs> hey, we don't know that yet. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna be, that'll be part of our search. Any Kareth will do, truly. Um, in this day and age, I would be more than happy to meet a girl Kareth, a boy Kareth, a non-binary Kareth, just anyone who maybe shares the same experiences. What was it like growing up for them? Um, how do they feel about their name now? And should we really do better networking? Like, could we be a force for good together? Mm. The Kareth block, more solidarity yeah. among Kareths. Okay. Yes, I think so. That would be great. I feel like this has been a running theme in the podcast where we interview someone about their name and they decide to go to the path of unionizing everybody <laughs> and, and their name. Stronger together. Which makes uh, sense. Unions forever. Yeah. Yeah. Kareth Local 407. <laughs> what do you think the collective noun for Kareths should be? You mean like a murder of crows? Like what would a Kareth be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 A stumble of Kareths, maybe? I, I like that. 
I That's like a that. Good one. Could be a great episode title too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Name Dropping. This is part two of our season finale and our quest for Kareth. When we got off the phone with Kareth Burke, it was time to start our search for a second Kareth. We sent our producer Ozzy to scour the internet for as many Kareths as possible. Yeah, so I found a bunch of different Kareths online and I ended up emailing 10 of them. Mostly people who do some kind of work that involves thinking about names or language. So like a commercial director, a communications professor, and actually another sports reporter named Kareth were all at the top of my list. The original plan was to find one perfect Kareth, the best of all the candidates. But once we actually started interviewing Kareths, we realized there was one big thing they all had in common. So remember when we asked Kareth Burke... Have your parents told you anything about why they named you Kareth? Yes. Okay, it's from a book called The Source by James Michener. Well, it turns out she's not the only one whose parents read that book. My mother had encountered the name Kareth when she was reading a James Michener novel called The Source. The only story I have is that it comes from a James Michener novel, The Source, um, and it's a pretty minor character. I'm named after the character in the James Mishner novel, The Source, as I think a lot of Kareths are. James Mishner grew up in Pennsylvania, but even a Kareth as far away as Australia told me that her name comes from this book. Our original Kareth, Kareth Burke, had asked us about the meaning of the name, but the character really meant something different to everyone. Like, for one Kareth's mom. I don't think it was anything about the character or the you know character traits or anything associated with the uh, the character in the book, but she found uh, the name pretty and she just sort of stuck with her. But for another Kareth... My mom really loved the character herself, (laughs) like all of her attributes, being strong-willed and independent and kind of taking life into her own hands. I looked into this a bit and this book, The Source, came out in 1965. I couldn't really find anything that I would call a reliable source for this, but according to a few baby name bloggers out there, the name's popularity peaked in 1968 when just 20 girls were named Kareth. Kareth Lemon, whose mom really liked the James Missioner character, had read the source. So we were excited to hear her ode to the original Kareth. She was married to this engineer who was commissioned by the king to build this escape tunnel outside of the city walls. And he was like so enamored with having been hired by the king. He was very obsessed with his work that he absolutely neglected his wife. And she just like would not stand for it. And so she ran off with a musician. Like she took life into her own hands and ran off with a musician. So (laughs) let you guys form your own opinions because my dad was an engineer who worked a lot at the time that I was born. But... (laughs) (laughs) We stuck with the uh, very strong-willed, independent woman. We also discovered that Kareth Burke herself is kind of like a celebrity in the Kareth world. The sideline reporter for the basketball team here, she's a Kareth. 
once or twice someone has told me that they've met another Kareth and I've been somewhat skeptical, but also amazed because I just, I've never encountered one, of you know, but I had, there was someone um, on Twitter. Um, I think her name's Kareth Burke. My family's from uh, the Bay Area and that's where she is on television. And my parents are enormous Warriors fans. So they like, as soon as she started being on air, they would like message me all the time. There's another Kareth that we see her all the time. I emailed with one Kareth who lives in New York City, and she remembered seeing Kareth Burke on TV back when she worked for a local New York sports channel. She said she was so not used to being one of multiple Kareths that she made her husband change the channel because it was freaking her out. Well, clearly Kareths are rare, and all the Kareths we met had similar experiences with the name, so we started to feel like we couldn't just pick one. Our new plan was to unite as many Kareths as possible, so they could figure out what else they had in common. I compared all of our schedules, and we were able to get three Kareths together on a Zoom call to discuss further. Hi, Kareths. Hi, Kareth Burke. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Kareth Lemon. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> you know, when I got your the email initially, it was probably the most fun, cold email I'd ever read <laughs> in my whole life. <laughs> I mean, I knew there were other carrots out there, but I felt that it was rare enough that it just wouldn't be very likely that someone could meet two carrots in a lifetime. It doesn't sound possible. <laughs> <laughs> it just conjures up these images of like, that we can't ever be in the same like vicinity of each other, yeah. like molecules that bounce off each other or something because something magical. There's and- something in the universe <laughs> physically preventing us all from meeting. We can only do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even then only a maximum of three, three carrots. Can be yeah. yeah. That's all it can fit. <laughs> now that we had finally connected the carrots, they realized they had way more in common than the source of their name. Something that, you know, started in my childhood and persists today is often people will misread the name quickly as Keith. I have either of you been called Keith on a regular basis when I'm oh, in a doctor's yes. office or something. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I even get it like just by people like that have known me a long time or we've been having an email chain back and forth and suddenly like, I don't know if it's autocorrect or something just reverts to Keith and then I'll get the follow-up email. I'm so sorry. <laughs> For one Kareth we talked to, the problem went way beyond an email typo. So when I was really small, I went away to overnight camp and I ended up in the boys' cabin and I was in tears because they thought I was in Keith. You know, had I been like 16, I probably would have been like, woohoo. But um, back when I was really little, you know, when I was a preteen, I was devastated till obviously they sorted things out. Kareth Overstreet couldn't make it to the gathering of the Kareths, but we talked to her one-on-one about her feelings with the name. Well, when I was really little, it was obviously disappointing because when you go on trips and you want to buy a magnet with your name with a rainbow, there's never a Kareth. Those feelings about personalized souvenirs were a big theme that Kareth Burke wanted to discuss with the other Kareths. I was going through old pictures the other day and I, you know, those little souvenir license plates, the kind that go on the back of your Huffy bike when you're a kid. I I saw one of those and I'm tempted... I actually have a mug with Keith on it just for the joke, but (laughs) I don't know that felt, I felt like there were so many customizable things that other kids had like lunch boxes and that sort of thing. So just a small torment. I don't know if like, did you guys feel that either? Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid and in a gift shop where they have whatever it was, keychains or buttons, whatever it was, toothbrushes, I would, I would still like, you know, rotate the rack around and look, even though I knew it wasn't going to be there. I just would sort of look at it thinking, 
this is an injustice somehow. <laughs> it would absolutely always look and it would never be there. I feel like yeah. because I switched between Carrie and Kareth for a long time, sometimes I'd get lucky with Carrie, but I just have a very vivid memory of being in, the, in a gift shop in Hawaii looking for it and not finding either one. They bonded over different parts of their name that people have trouble with. What do you do about the TH at the end of your name? Like, because I, if I feel like I'm emphasizing it, that doesn't sound right, but people don't quite hear it all the time. What do you do? I usually say it's Carrie with a TH on the end. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I've said. It's Carrie with a TH. Because usually people pick up that I've said something, you know, different at the end. And so they say, is it Carrie? What'd you say? Karen? Carrie? And I said, so I will say Carrie with a TH. Yeah. Carrie with a TH. We should make t-shirts. <laughs> I went through a phase where I thought of maybe making the R in my name like uppercase <laughs> just in the middle of the name because so many that was like my early New York working days I would get so many emails to Keith mm-hmm. no Kareth Lemon I thought about doing the same thing or adding a second R to my name so it would oh. really be so you could not blow past it like there's two of them you have to acknowledge the R in there Sometimes I've never considered changing my first name, but sometimes admittedly for convenience, I like if I'm at a coffee shop or something like that, I'll just give my middle name Megan. Although I've started resisting that the last couple of years that I'm like, we're going to spell it out. We're going to take the time and do it. So, but, uh, but then one thing that sort of takes me aback, which it really shouldn't when I have used my middle name is that invariably there'll be another Megan. And then it's like, oh, is this, whose coffee does this belong to this Megan or that Megan? And I think, oh, this wouldn't happen if I used my, my first name. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but for the most part, I, I it's only in those sorts of situations where I'm leaving a name, you know, for a table or getting a coffee, something like that, where I sometimes just use my middle name or maybe the name of whoever I'm with if it's a simpler name. To I'll do the same. It's a time-saving decision. If I'm placing an order for takeout, I will make up a name at Starbucks. I'm Lola. If I'm bowling, I'm Lola. <laughs> you know, like just really easy and, and silly. Um, I did have a moment where just as my career was getting started, where I thought, Oh, I don't like my name. Nobody can pronounce it. It autocorrects to Keith. Should I just pick a new one? Should I be that person on TV with a fake name? And I I really thought hard about it for, for about a week. But then I thought, this is what my family named me. It was almost something that I wanted to live up to. I, I actually didn't want to disappoint my mother. Mm. And I'm, I feel proud of it now, actually. I really like being a Kareth, which is a... a Definitely a 180 or a 360 or something that I had to make. I feel like I had to grow into this name. Mm-hmm. I didn't like my name growing up, hated it, in fact. But now I think it's something memorable, which any sort of leg up you can have in reporting is really worthwhile. Um, so I like it. I like it now, but it took me a very long time. How about you? Um, I feel like, well, I was really told the story from the source, like my whole life. So in addition to like sort of the origin of the name and what that name actually meant, but what that I was named really after the character because of her strong willed nature. Um, so like having been told the story that like, I just feel like I was empowered from a very young age to like forge my own path because I had this like namesake almost. That last Kareth, Kareth Lemon had a story about how her name helped her do just that back when she worked at the Oprah Winfrey network. And I had to pitch a show to Oprah 
And, you know, there's a lot of preparation that goes into pitching Oprah, even if you're internal. So there was a lot of practices and rehearsals and uh, we were in the meeting and one of the presidents introduced me as Karen, which is my mom's name. And I was like, I can't possibly sit through this meeting and have Oprah think that my name is Karen. Like she has to know (laughs) that I'm Karen. So I very politely interrupted and said, actually, my name is Karen. And she was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, my name is Karis. She's like, how do you spell that? And so I spelled it for her. And she's like, okay, we went through the meeting. She greenlit my show. You know, we all went on. And then later that evening, we had gotten invited to the Harpo Christmas party because we were in Chicago. And so we went, we watched her speech. Everybody got given Starbucks cards that year because that was the year of her big partnership with them. And my boss and I were like, okay, now the speech is done. Like, let's go grab dinner and talk about next steps. We have a lot ahead of us. So we're standing out front waiting for the Uber. And all of a sudden I felt like this like hand on my shoulder and I looked up and it was Oprah and she was like, Karis. And then she like got in her black car. And <laughs> I just felt like we were like kindred spirits because she has such an unusual name. And she actually like changed the spelling of her name because people would like mess that up all the time. So it was, that was probably my best Karis moment, I think. Okay, so let's go back to the meaning of the name. What does Karis mean anyway? For Kareth Overstreet, who's a winemaker in California, the answer is obvious. I thought it meant, like, best winemaker in California. But after some research, we found out that James Mishner got the name from a body of water mentioned in the Bible. Kareth Woodyard is a scholar whose research involves religious texts, so she explained the biblical origins of the name to us. I think Kareth in the biblical context was a ravine or a brook from which I think Elijah took sustenance, but God told uh, Elijah to stay there and ravens bought him food and, and bread. Because of this Bible story, the name has also taken on the connotation of a place of refuge. Kareth Lemon said that's how she's heard the name defined. It means like soft, like a resting place, like a nurturing place, because it was where this river was on a bank that like sort of converged. And so it was a very like fertile location. And uh, I feel like I'm constantly being told I'm quite a nurturing personality. So I felt like it was fitting. (laughs) So the Carrots had a lot in common when it came to the history of their names. But at the same time, they each had their own unique story of what the name had meant to them. Kareth Lemon told us her parents often repeated the story of how she was named. Including the part where I was almost named like Jennifer or Jessica or something. And like they asked the nurse what my name should be, that or Kareth, and the nurse said Kareth. That story reminded us of how another guest of ours, Thomas Dye, got his name when his mom asked the doctor who delivered him for advice on a classic American-sounding name. Have you ever imagined your alternate life as Jennifer? Yes, it's very boring. (laughs) No disrespect to Jennifer's in the world. I I really think, I mean, I've always just really loved standing out from the crowd and doing things differently. Kareth Overstreet's naming was shaped not just by a 1965 novel, but also by her family's religion. Well, since we're Jewish, it's it's kind of the dead relative thing, right, is traditional. So sometimes if you're trying, obviously, if you're trying to remember someone who is a different gender and maybe it's not a unisex name, like oftentimes families will choose a name that starts with the same letter as a way to um, memorialize that family member and keep their memory alive. So the first letter of my name um, is 
my grandmother's grandfather. He was a K name. So that's why I guess that was nice that it all aligned. Sort of reminded us how another guest, Naveen Farani, chose their first initial based on a Hindu pundit's advice at their birth. Yeah, I thought especially with this episode where we're gathering a bunch of people who do have the same name, it was very interesting to see how it overlaps and how it did not, especially when kind of the purpose going into the show was that everybody has a distinct story behind their name. And all of these Karas did have a distinct story, but there was also a lot of commonality between them. Yeah. It unintentionally made a case for the show's existence because it's like you're running this controlled experiment with all these carrots out there. And if your name actually does impact your life, they should have some overlapping experiences. And they really did. And it was interesting to see like where in life that cropped up. I guess I'm also thinking about how all the carrots that we talked to, their mom was reading this book, The Source, yeah. either like when she was pregnant or around that time. Um, and it's interesting that that's sort of like self-selecting in a way of like, like, I wonder if people from a certain background were more likely to read this book, mm -hmm. then that could also sort of influence where carrots tend to be found. It's true. Um, like there could be some other factors, some other confounding variables, perhaps. That's a, that... great, that's a great point. Yeah. It kind of makes me think of what author will unwittingly inspire a crop of new names. Like a... Like a... Sally That's Rooney crop of Connells. Yeah. <laughs> I also just was thinking of like Renesme from the Twilight oh, series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That totally. was just like, I think also like Daenerys became a yeah, very popular yeah. name yeah. for a period of time. Gotta see how it ends. Maybe Kareth Burke holding it down as a sideline reporter is going to bring the name back into prominence. We could see Bay Area Kareths <laughs> popping up again. That's so true. I think, didn't we notice on one of the baby name websites, it was like Kareth Burke was listed as the inspiration for them to write about the name Kareth. Um, it's just interesting that she's so, she's so renowned yeah. in the, in the realm of Kareth. First yeah, among sure. equals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kareth Burke's initial challenge was clear. If you meet another Kareth, let me know. We met a bunch of Kareths and let them all know. At the end of our conversation, the Kareths asked if we could connect them over email. Hopefully they discover more things they had in common. Oh, we're all Pisces. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I guess as a, a water sign and hearing all of these water connections and like fertile land and that kind of stuff, this has been this has been illuminating. So this is cool. I wanted education from other Kareths and, and now I feel deepened in my knowledge. Yeah, it's really interesting to hear common experiences, uh, things that, you know, seem that they're just something that only I've experienced. Clearly, that's not the case. And although I've always known there are other carrots out there, it always seemed sort of almost hypothetical, even though I know it was real. And so for all intents and purposes, I'm, I've been the only one. Um, and so I know that's not true. And now I definitely uh, have the experience of meeting other carrots, which I, this is a definite first, <laughs> a memorable one. <laughs> to be the only one in our spheres, but also know that we could create a network feels really empowering. <laughs> I guess the hope would be that another Kareth would listen to this podcast episode and we can put you in touch, maybe. Kareths unite. <laughs> exactly. I think one of the goals of this project was to foster more solidarity among Kareths. Yeah. So. It's so funny to hear our names in plural. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I guess I should also share 
we asked Kareth Burke in our initial interview what she she would call like a group of carrots, like a collective noun. And she gave us a stumble of carrots. So today we, we have gathered a stumble of carrots. <laughs> That's people tripping over our names when we introduce ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you guys for pulling this together. It's yeah. really amazing. Of course. You may now take this opportunity to say bye, Kareth, to somebody else. Sure. Possibly the first time. <laughs> bye, Kareth. 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 Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this season of Name Dropping. You can find us on Instagram at namedroppingpod or send us an email at namedropping at defector.com. Thanks to Kareth Burke for launching our quest. You can follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Kareth Burke. This episode also included the voices of Kareth Lemon, Kareth Overstreet, and Kareth Woodyard. Thanks to Kareth Atkinson and Kareth Koss Schrager for sharing their thoughts with us by email. Name Dropping is hosted by me, Giddy Nathan, and Sam Rakulov, and produced by Ozzy Linus Goodman. Our editor is Justin Ellis, and our supervising producer is Alex Sujong Laughlin. Our production assistant is Jay Tolpiera. Thanks to editor-in-chief Tom Lay and the rest of the Defector staff. Defector Media is a collectively owned, subscriber-based media company. If you love this podcast and want to support us, subscribe at defector.com. Hey, what's your name? I'm Sam Rakulop. What's yours? I'm Giddy Nathan. Oh, <laughs> it's great to meet you. <laughs> We've done like two seasons of a podcast, yeah. but it's still it's still pretty fresh.